0: From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. American Tennis is Saved. We did it! <laughs> Time to shut the podcast down. We did it. <laughs> I don't even
1: know what you're referring to. Oh, I, well, now I got it. it. took me that long. What? <laughs> Tennis Sangren, is that what you're Well,
0: not just... I mean, listen. First of all, his name is in his name. <laughs> so, Tennis Sangren wins... No pressure. <laughs> yeah, uh, among other things. Uh, Tennis San- Sangren wins um, Auckland... New Zealand <laughs> did you know that well I know because there's a tennis tournament there that's the only reason no oh, for crap's sakes um and more importantly yes <laughs> he's according to most <laughs> of tennis twitter the most important thing is is tennis Sanger is about to lose every Single point he has earned at Australia, <laughs> and will be hanging out with Jack Sock at the bottom of the rankings. Everybody still hates that guy by the way,
1: yeah, we're not we don't live in a forgiving society anymore I've noticed yeah, no the internet,
0: yeah, no, so um so yeah, so whatever that's worth, I don't know um
1: <laughs> or our country's buried in snow, and they're in sweltering heat. you think they're just mad about it. Well, that's probably why he won. He was so thrilled to be out of the snow. Oh, I see. But no, this is. I was thinking about this on the way in. It, this has got to be top three in terms of sporting days in the of the year, don't you think? Just what? having the having started the Australian Open today and the NFC or AFC NFC divisional playoffs in the same day. It's well, always like a big sports day. Are you caught
0: up yet? <laughs> I am
1: how about them cowboys? <laughs> hasta <la> vista, baby. <laughs> How dare you use arnold's name to <laughs> the amount the of work
0: that i put in to, to i was just could not find i was looking and looking <laughs> and it dawned on me wait a minute the most famous one of the most famous movie drops of all time That's hasta right. la vista baby so now not only do the cowboys say goodbye I also get to get rid of that dumb drop. <laughs> How about them Cowboys on uh, on my soundboard here? Oh, but Coach, uh, they're a
1: young team. They're going to be back next year. So
0: painful. It was so painful having to just sit a week, <laughs> just sit a week <laughs> with those dumb-dumbs in the playoffs and my uh, soundboard all jacked up. Look, click that, remove track, <laughs> gone. Was Hasta a- la vista, baby.
1: Wasn't it funny though how all it took about five seconds for everybody to say how much they hated the Cowboys again. It was like they were America's team for two weeks and then about three quarters in it was well, fire Garrett, fire Dak, get it rid of everybody. I
0: listen, they won. The only good thing about them winning is that I got to add another you know, play around with the soundboard. <laughs> and, but them losing, I got to add a couple things. No. No. <laughs> or Screw you guys. And that's what Jerry Jones just said. <laughs> this is more fun than I... I just need to have a podcast where it's just me. I don't need you for this. And I just talk to myself, but I talk to the soundboard. Yes. About issues all right. the whole time. That's what I need to do. That's more fun than I know what to do with. And so. unlike me, it's something you can control what the person responds with.
1: So whatever you want them to say back, they can say.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, anywho...
1: Um, but no, don't you think, I mean, obviously you've got March Madness is always a great day, but to me, this is like one of the best, because it's like you got two big football games, and then it's like, oh, the day's over, like, oh, wait, the Australian Open's running for 12 hours. I, I always, and plus, I guess it's good, I'm biased, because it's bad weather, so I'm inside, I'm not working, It's you know, yeah, got something to watch all day and night.
0: Well, I mean, well, first of all, hockey's going on. So I'm a hockey fan, yeah, and NBA. It's the middle of the season. I don't care about the NBA much, but <laughs> it's going on. College basketball is going on. Um, Australian Open is the arguably the worst of the four, <laughs> uh, least popular of the four, right? Um, but you're right. I, I like that it's you know 40 degrees outside. That's cold for us. Um, that's frozen tundra for us, <laughs> and uh, and it's you know hot and you know really really hot. So, but thankfully, better won't have to play outdoors. That's good. (laughs) But for
1: us, it's not the worst of the four. We've talked about, for me, it's probably number two. I don't know what it is for you. Um, Well, U.S. Open's one. Right. And I don't know, man. For me, it's two because of the schedule. We've talked about that. You know, I'm a night person. Yeah. I like that it starts at night. I can watch tennis till my eyes close live. Not that I would do that, but... (laughs) You know what I mean, it's yeah. it's always on, and I don't have to wake up at seven a m or feel like to feel like I don't miss something,
0: yeah, I don't, so uh, <laughs> we're the opposite. this is the one that I do, so basically, yeah, I record this when you don't, <laughs> everything else you record, I don't, so really, right. you are the weird one here i it's not um yeah, so i uh, I don't know, man. But I do this on every slam. I don't want to say how much I love it because then I'll sound like an idiot because right. I say how much I love all the other ones when they come around. I would have to put... I would
1: put French number
0: four. I would put French four. I think I'm flipping Wimbledon in Australia. So Wimbledon's two, Australia's three. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's t- I mean, the only thing that annoys me about Wimbledon, and again, this is my personal, is because I'll be working all day. You know, when I get off, it's over. So it's like I don't get the live feel of it ever.
0: You don't watch anything live and well, you're that's complaining what I was say. about... But I'm for that, I'm 12 hours behind instead of four hours live. behind. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. You do nothing live and you're complaining that you can't do that live. So why don't you hate the NFL then? Because you haven't watched a live game since 87.
1: And look what happened. I watched one live game last night and look what happened. Oh, so, I don't
0: so do great! It. So <laughs> I great. could have
1: fast-forwarded that garbage and not I was felt gonna, the pain. I was
0: going to play the Cowboys uh, track again, <laughs> but I deleted it already. So all I can say, Jerry Jones, <laughs> I still stuff, baby.
1: <laughs> Much like their team, it's already been deleted.
0: Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, but I do. I, I think it's it's uh, it it brings its own. They call it the Happy Slam, and I don't know why. It's you know forty or thirty degrees here, but. um And it's 140 there, so I don't know. Right. Uh, But uh, but yeah, I uh, you know it's summertime down there, and um, it's a laid back you know shrimp on the bobby kind of feel. So well, I think it's got a little bit of that optimism of that it's a new year, so
1: new things are going to happen, even though that hasn't been the case for the last several years. On the man, yeah. But it is. It's sort of just a new beginning, and it makes you start the season optimistic, no matter what.
0: Now, how much of any of the other tournaments did you watch? Since you stay up until two and the three in the morning watching live stuff. Well, this is kind of like dead week for me. Like I don't, I don't
1: pay that much attention. I've, I've, you know, when it's on, I've watched a little bit of it, but it, but it's not, it's not top of mind. I'll put it that way. I do like to see a few people that haven't, you know, played as much or haven't been in the mainstream as much because the top players usually don't play this week, right? For the most part. So it's nice to see that. I did not see a minute of Tennis Sanger and our American hero uh, win, Mm -hmm, but I did hear mm -hmm. about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was torn because he's playing, he was playing a TCU guy. Yeah. uh, And I have a connection to TCU. So I was torn. Um, The Cameron Nori kid played uh, college tennis. So. Um, but you know, America, I mean, the downside is it doesn't mean anything for the future of American (laughs) tennis. That's why I opened the show with American tennis is saved because I'm an idiot uh, (laughs) and I like to say dumb things. So tennis Sanger winning is good for him. And I'm sure, you know, two years in a row, starting his year off with big checks doesn't hurt his, his, you know, prospects for the rest of the year. But I think tennis twitter's probably on the money he's about to fall off the jack sock cliff here um yeah i mean he's
1: yeah i don't know i mean it's it's tough to say he never really had the same success because jack sock was top 10 in the world he had one tournament literally one tournament. right right right
0: and so i just think anybody ever expected him to be i just mean he's gonna end up in oblivion
1: yeah Um, at least jack sock has doubles i guess Hey. But they gave Sock a wild card, as we predicted. Yep. Sangren can play
0: some dubs, right? Yeah. So, anyway. So, who but cares? He's not the greatest
1: Owls player of all time,
0: like Jack Sock. <laughs> <laughs> so, a couple of matches that you apparently decided to forego <laughs> uh, and fulfill your obligations to this podcast. Because <laughs> um, getting here on time isn't one of them. Although no. today, you nailed it. I did. Oh, it was no, pretty you did. good. Well, close. Uh, yeah, close enough. <laughs> so...
1: I'm four hours early.
0: There we go. Yeah, actually, we're recording early today. Um, So, Sydney, they had a tournament, in case you are wondering. Um, And why do I bring up these 250s? Because normally I don't care. Uh, But I I saw some good tennis. I saw some really good tennis. Ash Barty lost in the finals in a tight three-setter. And Alex Diemenauer won in the finals in a tight two-setter against Seppi. And I thought uh, I thought both of those results, um, looking at those players, is an indication on things to come for both of them.
1: Well, and I was going to say that's kind of what we've talked about. You want because that's got to be generating buzz in Australia.
0: Yeah, you're, the you're open, right? One of your predictors of a good tournament is local, you know, local guy or girl does well. Now, um, the downside of that is generally.
1: If you do really well the week before the slam doesn't translate to, not necessarily to, you know, right to slam results. So you know that that's the bad part about that. But I would think it's got to be make people more interested in going to Australia and watching those those people. They were probably already pretty excited about both of those because they're already kind of stuck. Yeah, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, their continued growth and success and and just watching them play and compete. I mean, Hour is twelve years old <laughs> and he's like his whole body is as skinny as my arm. Yeah, I mean. Wait till he puts on some weight and puts on some power. That could be scary. And you know, Ash Barty's had a pretty steady, right, steady climb, getting more and more confident. So it's she did win, but six one seven five seven six. I mean, she you know right. I think Kvitova is who she played in the finals. I did actually. I did see a little bit of that match when it. But it's
1: and again, Kvitova is another one that just sort of is completely in and out of the the. The spotlight. I don't know what is going on with her. She, she's either in the finals or you don't even hear about her being in the tournament. So I don't know if that means she doesn't play or she loses first round. So yeah. she's just such the definition of a streaky player, I guess. Yeah. And obviously right. the fast, you know, hot conditions favor her too. So we see her more in these, you know, the hard court seasons.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. She's, um. yeah. So Barty, so it'll be interesting following, and normally, like you said, I don't care about the lead-up tournaments. They don't matter because not everybody plays. But um, since those two players have been rising, um, it's fun to see them, to see them uh, win on their home dirt. Or, well, Barty didn't win, <laughs> but she had success on her home dirt. So well, and as I've regretfully admitted, oh, God.
1: I do fantasy tennis. But I distinctly remember last year, Del Potro and Bautista Goot were in the finals of the lead-up tournament. And they had like a three-set marathon. It was 7-5 in the third. And I think, and Bautista won it. And then Bautista proceeded to lose first round of the Australian because he was on my team. He won't this year. And then Del Potro lost second round of the Australian. So they had an amazing you know, tournament leading up, played great, thrilling. And they obviously ran out of gas and both lost early. The old Corey Jinks. <laughs> in fact, I may have had both of them on my team. Delpo, I think, maybe lost third round, but they both, uh, I know for sure Bautista lost first round. Mm-mm-mm. So it just, uh, I think for the the men especially, to, to do that, play every day leading up, and then go start playing three out of five sets.
0: Might be tough. Not the greatest well, preparation. Well, listen, if they would just do what we've said, push back the beginning of the Australian Open series to December, early December, right, and then leave a week in between. More people would play these tournaments leading up, and then maybe uh, they'd have that break. They'd be more fit and ready to go for the actual tournament that matters. Not no, that well, they all don't well, What's funny is they really do the opposite
1: of what you would think, too. They do all those exhibition stuff at the start, and then they do the real tournament. You would think they do the opposite. Let the week leading up be exhibitions, and yeah. people can play as much or as little as they want or need.
0: Well, We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff here shortly. Because um, it
1: doesn't make any sense. To there, a, there's a some, tournament leading there's into some it.
0: political rumblings oh, yeah? uh, on the men's side, which may affect all this. We'll talk about that a little bit later, hmm. but, uh, but let's, uh, let's talk about the Australian Open, <laughs> the overnight slam. That's How about right. we start calling it yeah, that? That How makes about, more sense here. The overnight slam. I like it. Um, so what we've talked about many weeks ago, I don't know if we said it on air. We just said it to each other, um, you had a brilliant idea for once. Um <laughs> about one a year? Because we've talked about the seating and changing the seating Instead of doing 32, they're talking about 16. But we want to get even more radical, or as I like to call, more common sense. And drop it down to eight. Right. Or even four. Because ultimately you're rewarding the quote the players that are quote-unquote the best already so they are already favored so why give them potentially the easiest route right because everybody compares you know oh Federer's draw is tough or Nadal's draw is easy or what about the 37th ranked guy his draw <laughs> is tough right you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean he's got to go through mostly seeded players if he's gonna make it
1: yeah that's always my favorite when they talk about how tough somebody's draw is and it's like how about the person playing that person
0: right yeah so how about our local hometown hero mitchell krueger he's got a tough draw right qualifier against Djokovic, right round one
1: yeah so it you know and of course we want the best players to play each other at the end i mean that's what you're always setting up for Eh. but well not the same two players every time but (laughs) but to me, it's about number one, you've got to just like you do in any, any entertainment, you know, medium, you have to get people in immediately. And I know so many people that will, I will see people tomorrow that I'll teach and they won't know the Australian up started. And to me, if you had feature first round matches, you could have been promoting those for three days because the draws come out on Friday. I mean, you could promote that matchup all weekend and now there's not a matchup that you could promote. And we'll get into that detail but there's not a matchup you can promote now that's going to draw people in right you unless you just get some fluke like the Sherpa of you know a couple years ago at the u.s open right
0: that round one which was a barn burner right yeah um and it didn't foretell of anything to come at all <laughs> right Sherpa exactly. won it yeah didn't win the tournament no and then proceeded anything. to not win much else
1: <laughs> and then Hallep went on to win a slam but so maybe
0: that's the key the loser has the real benefit. <laughs> so what we talked about, or your brilliant idea, i to give you full credit, um, is you wanted to compare the actual draw with 32 seeds with your draw with four. You did four? I just did four, yeah. So four seeds. And, and I kept the four seeds in the exact yeah, same position. Four seeds they're using here. Keep them on the same lines that they're at, because that's where they go. Right. And, and then just go you know all in right 100 uh, random the rest of the way now did you just put qualifier in randomly or did you use did you wait till the draw came out so you could use the actual qualifiers i waited so i kept everybody i kept all so the, the real names in the there. humans names are right. in there so mitchell Kruger's somewhere in there <laughs> yes the wild cards are somewhere in there right and sometimes the wild cards don't matter sometimes they do like on line three joe willie yeah. Songa is a wild card, but sometimes it's, you know, some random Australian. From Typically, it's someone you have outback heard of. <laughs> um, and then, we, so we did the same thing on the men's. I said we. You did all the work uh, on the men and the women. So, right. that was a brilliant idea. I think that's all we need. I don't even think we need to talk about it. I think the idea itself <laughs> is enough.
1: Well, and you know, everything is luck of the draw. I mean, unless you're going to do the NCAA method of you know, one versus 128, right. two versus 127.
0: That'd be brutal.
1: Yeah, that that would be the only the only way you're going to do it scientifically where it's not random. Everything else, there's going to be some randomness, so some are going to be better than others. But I'm looking at the actual draw first, and there's not any one particular match that I'm jumping up and down over. The closest one would probably be Raunich and Curios. But Kyrgios is unseated, so he could play anybody. It's one of those round.
0: things where he sort of did it to himself, right? And so
1: he ends up where he ends up. That's not a product of the system of the draw. That's right. just that's just because
0: he's unseated. So let's take a look at the real the the real draw. I consider your draw the real draw, <laughs> sir. But Thank let, you. let's take a a look at this imposter that the Australian Open did, right? And then compare it, and you'll you'll give me. So I'll I'll, I'll pick out some. Some players, some matchups that I think are interesting and we'll compare, based on that, your matchup. So, um, now which one did they both both get better, in your opinion, in terms of the compelling nature of the two draws?
1: The women's draw is dramatically better. The men's draw, I would say, is marginally better. And again, it's luck of the draw, so it's just, you're still going to get what you get,
0: but... Right, but you're taking 128 minus 4. Right. I think if I do the math right, <laughs> that's 124 players for 124 spots. Yeah. So I think your sample size is probably good enough to yeah. indicate this is kind of what it would look like. Right. Um I mean because here here's the bottom line, 124 Right, well, it would be 128 on the bottom is so all. Let's just say all 128 players got in in order. Right. Just to make the math easier. So 128, the worst quote-unquote worst player, all the way up to 31. Yeah. Doesn't matter near as much as 30 through 1. Right. Or, or, or through 5 because the top 4 are <laughs> are locked. Right. Uh, now the women, the depth goes deeper. That makes sense. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's more compelling players throughout. I think
1: that's why it worked out a little bit better. Because if you think about it, take the number five player, whoever that was, team or somebody, I think team was five or six. Of the 128 players, 60 of them, 70 of them are not going to be a compelling matchup. Right. (laughs) Just in terms of notoriety, you know, whatever. So there's nothing you can do about that. There's just not the depth in the game to make that many compelling first-round matches no matter what you do.
0: Maybe we should we should start doing, maybe this is preemptive, maybe it'll mess up your whole g- deal here, but <laughs> maybe what we should do is take all the qualifiers and wild cards and put them in their own sections. Like play in? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They're in the main draw. Right. They're in the 128, but we put them like halfway between the top half and the bottom half and halfway between the top half and the bottom half on the bottom half. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you take you know the first 64 and you put them square in the middle, and then you take the bottom 64 put them square in the middle. And just put them all there. Right. So you're guaranteed to have a wild card or qualifiers get three rounds in. Right. And then, boom, now they start playing seeds. So you give some youngster who... Fought through a ton of matches, right? Make it so he doesn't have to play Djokovic the first round, which is, (laughs) what a, just a, just a bummer. I mean, it's good and it's bad. I was going to say, you get the, get the attention and for you and me, it'd be great, (laughs) you know, we'd be getting autographs on changeovers, but this young (laughs) fellow is trying to start his tennis career and you know, does this help? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll find out. So anyway, so let's start with the seed. Uh, let's start with the number one seed so we got Djokovic as we mentioned top line and on line two he's playing a qualifier from America from Texas from DFW um, Mitchell Kruger so who does Joker have in your scenario so in mine he plays
1: Jordan Thompson which so basically no difference in terms of this is a
0: just this is a disaster (laughs) this is the worst idea you've ever had no I'm kidding but here's the great
1: part if Djokovic wins, yep. second round.
0: Well, he, second round for me on Australian's fabricated nonsense, Right, uh, he would be playing Songa or Cleezon. Right. Which, again, that's totally
1: luck because Songa's a wild card. Right. So he's not even ranked high enough to be in the tournament. So that's just luck. But it would be Djokovic-Schwartzman on mine, Ooh-wee. round two. Wow. And you can't find any round two match in the Australian that's as interesting as that to me.
0: Shep Shepfalov maybe Yeah,
1: <laughs> because you know, he's
0: an up and comer right. had a little success can't, kind of fell back talked some smack to a, you know Water Inca and all that kind of stuff um, yeah but that's an interesting right out of the gate so Schwartzman and Djokovic as a second round and I think you're exactly right that the first round you've got a, so many chances for even let's just say even 50 right To 128. Yeah. I mean, that's 78 players that aren't going to be necessarily a threat to anybody. Yeah. uh, Except each other if they play each other. So the numbers, no matter what you do in a first round. Right. uh, Unless you, like I said, unless you went the 1 through 128 version. Right. And then only in the middle is it going to matter. It's still not going to matter at the top and the bottom.
1: Well, and they really got lucky with this. There's one quad quadrant, probably not called a quadrant, but whatever. In the Australian where they got Wawrinka, Gulbis, Kyrgios, Raonic, so Yeah. That, but that was, you got four Grand Slam, or three Grand Slam finalists in there in the same, or I guess Gulbis was semi but you're never, that never happens. It was because Wawrinka and Gulbis and Kyrgios all let their rankings drop. Right. Um, but normally you don't get that kind of, look, well, like the the feature matches I've got in the first round.
0: Well, hold on. Oh, go ahead. sir. Yeah, all right, so let's get to the two. We've got Rafa Nadal on line 128 as the two-seed at 48 years old <laughs> against Jamie Duckworth of Australia. Wild card. Right. And so I've got
1: Sousa, which is not any more intriguing.
0: Although I think he's had more success over his career right. at that at that point, so it makes it a little more compelling. But,
1: you know, Nadal and Duckworth will probably be the night <laughs> match because he's Australian. Right.
0: For sure. Um, hey, maybe Federal play during the day. Uh so so Nadal wins. if he if he wins, that's right. Don't call in Australia, you don't know, mad at me. Uh, and then he'll be playing either uh the German Struff or Stuff, I don't know how you say it, or Ebden
1: from Australia. Oh, Australian. hmm. And see I've got Tomek and Cleezon, which is Woo. no Tomic
0: Australian, but no difference. But he's coming back though. Right. He was he was highly touted and has success early, quick, but then lost his mind. Right. And turned into a little punk. But apparently he's <laughs> on, you know, he's trying to do the right things now. But, yeah,
1: and I'm trying to find – And here, so here's another – but here's another difference in this draw. So normally if Nadal wins two matches, he's going to play somebody between 17 and 32. Right. Assuming they win two matches. In this
0: draw, he has Hatchinoff, round three. Wow. Now he would have so third round if the chalk holds, he would have Demon Hour, right?
1: Which ends up being a good match, but the twenty seven C that could have been someone a lot worse or a lot less interesting.
0: Yeah, you know what? You're exactly right because the ranking isn't what makes it interesting. It's that the kid just won, right? Um, his first tournament. And didn't they have a really good match at some point last year? I don't remember. I think they did, and um, yeah, they did. Um and uh, he's local. So right. that's what's so compelling. He could play
1: three Australians the first
0: three rounds. That's pretty amazing.
1: So. But, yeah, so, I mean, it, to, it, the first round, like we talked about, is always going to be a crap shoot, but the, when you start getting rounds it start, two and three. It starts tightening up. That's when the it's, matches are going to be more interesting because we're not going to be able to watch every match anyway.
0: If the women's is better than this already, I'm sold on your, on your new uh, oh, format it, here. The women's, you're going to be shocked. Wow. All right, so. Looking out two to three rounds, Nadal. His uh, who was his second round opponent? Did you say uh, Tomich or Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Klezon, Okay, which again is still an unseeded pairing. Yeah, which is fine. Right, right, right. But
1: again, there's only 32 seeds.
0: So. so you know what? It doesn't matter if they're unseeded in right. how how good they are, because right. the 33rd best player who's not seeded could be there as well as the 120. Yeah, that's what so. I mean. The unseeded
1: players are going to even out. Right, good point. And, and in a 128 you're going to have more unseated than seated obviously. Right. Regardless.
0: Right. Um all right, so that was the two seed and I think again the main key to remember which is kind of hard to do if you're not looking at it like you know in the moment, um it's hard to kind of visualize, but you start doing the math and looking at how they how they all shake out. Right. Then it becomes becomes a little more clear and you're exactly right. The first rounds with hundred and twenty eight draw, the first rounds you've got to take um with a grain of salt because it could, you know, well, you're gonna have ninety six unseated players, so you got a three out of four chance of an unseated player. Right. Um yeah, this does add to the fact that if you got unseated they could be better. Right. Which makes it, you know, better. Because I don't care if two I don't care if the one twenty eight and the 127 player play right. each other in the first round. I really don't. No. Because even if they play, at least it would be competitive. Well, and that's one of the flaws in this
1: 32 seating is that nobody's getting excited because it's two versus 31. They're getting excited because it's Nadal versus whoever it is. Like if you told somebody, hey, do you want to watch, go watch the two play the 27? They're going to say, oh, well, do you want to show Nadal and Hour? Oh, they're going to be excited. So the number, having a number by their name to me doesn't add anything. I would just rather it be like you said 1 through 4 and then it doesn't matter. Because the numerical value, no one's going to watch 17 versus 16 just because their number is 17 and 16. Right. They're going either cuz they know the names or they don't.
0: All right, so next we have the 3 seed. I don't know if you heard of this guy or not. <laughs> um apparently he works for the Red Cross. Oh no, 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 it's reverse colors. He's uh he's from Switzerland. Uh one Roger Fed- Federer. Okay. <laughs> So he's playing Istiman, unseated, obviously. Right.
1: Um, and in mine, he's playing Zumher, who's yeah also unseated.
0: But again, doesn't matter. That right. doesn't mean that was just the luck of the draw. So he, you could have had Istiman, too. Right. Now, if he wins, he plays the winner of two qualifiers, um, Japanese player Ito or uh, Dan Evans from GB. So can we agree that both of those are
1: not interesting, but yet they're going to be shown from start to finish on TV.
0: You mean Istomin or his second round? Yes. Okay, correct. And Jumor, that is interesting to us. I don't know how interesting it is to people that right. don't follow tennis heavily, but nonetheless, the second match, unless you're from Great Britain, <laughs> and this is all you have left in your life, which <laughs> we'll get to later as well. Everybody knows what I'm talking right. about, but... Um, yeah not a lot of interest in that either so what but do you got for roger second round
1: i got the feature match of day three which would be Feder fonini
0: holy hell <laughs> that's all we've ever wanted that's or right. me anyway that's my guy <laughs> fonini who was yours um no i thought
1: yours was benoit Paire. Mm. mine was or, that's right yeah mine was Fonini. we'll get to benoit Paire. i think he's a four seed <laughs> But again, so that's that. You already have your night match
0: for day three or four, wow. depending on who plays first. Second round, Fonini. Now, is Fonini seated? Now he is seated. So that would never happen Ooh-wee.
1: in a normal setting. I don't hmm. know what his seating is, but I know he's seated because I remember that's why I marked it down.
0: I am. Uh, if the Australian Open called right now and said, "Hey, listen, here's what we want to do," can we patent this? <laughs> we're gonna call. We're gonna we're gonna redo the draw with four seeds. I would buy a ticket today, because if for the women, because if this is n- not anywhere near as good as the women, I might start crying when you start reading out. And I'm
1: not under oath, but this, this was not manipulated. I promise. <laughs> this because uh, this, I could have
0: written any names I wanted and said, "Oh, well." Look first of all, point. here's the deal. All right. First of all. The lack of effort you put into this podcast <laughs> is so stunning, okay? <laughs> that just doing this draw is incredible. So I know for a fact you didn't actually look up rankings no. and like take all the effort to find out which players would be best. So it's and not I'm because not you're do it once, and it's say. not because your trustworthiness is because your your apathy leads me to believe say, you're telling the for truth. me to
1: do it once and not like it and redo it. That's not happening. I was stuck with it.
0: Yeah. All right. So that is a humdinger, Fanini. Federer in the second round holy moly and
1: and just above that by the way you got Verdasco and Pui is the first round match um
0: so they've got he is
1: seated right and so they've they would have well yeah and if Verdasco's unseated that could have happened anyway and maybe he is um but that would be his third round wow so again it's just yeah Verdasco and Pui are both seated so they're playing each other first round and people are gonna say well they get screwed because they're two players seated that are playing each other first round well, seated players lose a third of the time anyway. So right, unseated, So what does it matter? Exa- you weren't good enough to win the tournament or make it deep regardless. Especially that low. Right. Because that's our whole point is that wow. 25 to 32 is recycling constantly anyway.
0: That's incredible. That yeah. is incredible. This is the greatest idea you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, damn, Fonini is the 12. Yeah, so you've
1: got three versus 12 in round two. Wow. Man. So people think Federer has tough draws that which he never does, but um But again, it's just adding interest. It to me it evens out the interest of the
0: tournament through all fourteen days. Right. Which should be good for the tournament. W- what, agreed. All right. So man, that is a b I can't wait to I I want to quit and just go <laughs> to the women's right now. But I'm not a sexist. That's right. I will treat the men equally. <laughs> um all right, so so first round doesn't matter, and then so Fetter's playing um, Fonini in the second round. Right. Do you have a third round for me? Well, yeah, that's who I mentioned:
1: Verdasco or Puyi. Or oh, that's who. You, that's Bautista, why you brought up Agut, He's got three potential seeds. He would play wow. in the third round. Whereas the way it is now, it's one seed, and that seed has to win twice for him to play him. Right. So now he's got three potential interesting opponents
0: all right the next seed you may know from his volleys um (laughs) that's a good line (laughs) yeah Alexander Zverev is uh line 33 I wish he he was known for his volleys yeah no he is just how bad that's what I mean uh is uh Zverev and he is playing again unseeded obviously he's a four so that's fine
1: who'd you have him playing so he has unseeded I think it's a qualifier Moliker I haven't heard of him yep and round two is two unseeded players. So, so again, has got two Frenchmen.
0: Out. He's playing Umber or uh, the incomparable Jeremy. I thought he's retired. Jeremy Shardy. <laughs> now he's getting up there. Um, and so who would he have in the second round?
1: Two more unknown. Harris and Lejovic. Lejovic, you know, Serbian. He's okay. So that didn't make a difference for him in right. this case. And that's, and that's that's still what we want, I think. Sure. We don't want a seeded player to get punished every single time. But some randomness to where right. it's possible. All right. So, but again, round three, because then the map starts working against you. Well,
0: right now, you got his potential third round if the chalk holds. Jack Sock. No. Uh, (laughs) Jack Sock is down there. He plays, he's a wild card and plays an Australian wild card. Um, And then uh, the winner of that match will have to play Jill Simon um in the second round and then i would expect jill simone to get through to the third round which is where he would see right Zvere. which is
1: mildly interesting but on mine it's dimitrov what so you gotta there run.
0: are nobody else playing no other matches are, they're <laughs> all terrible it's like is the rest of your draw wild card versus wild card
1: well that's what i mean you're gonna get a lot of crap matches but those but you have not, them now and you're not gonna watch what's, a, anyway.
0: what's more of a crap match nadal beating some nobody 117 to nothing <laughs> right or two nobodies
1: battling it out you know that's what i mean yeah you're gonna get because with 128 players we've got 40 crap players crap players so I'd rather, relative you know, to yeah right. we got it. i'd rather than be thrown in randomly you know than have to play number one and two and
0: three so zverev round. either plays a 29 right Gilles simone or an unseated player no no who's yours Oh, Dimitrov. And Dimitrov, mine. and he's seeded what? Oh, like probably nine
1: or ten. Maybe he's dropped a little bit. I didn't write the seeds on this draw sheet, but um, he is not in the top sixteen. Oh, okay. You lied to me. So he could have played. He, mathematically, he could have played Zverev under the current format.
0: Yeah, I don't know why it only gives me the.
1: Oh, he's twenty twentieth.
0: Okay, there it is.
1: So again, so that didn't that means mathematically it didn't change it because that could have happened. Right. But again, it's... The only way that matchup happens is they both win two matches.
0: Well, put it this way. You didn't lose anything right. by doing your seat. We're still a really solid match for Zverev in the third round. Yeah. Woo! Man! All right, let's go ahead and do the next seeds. So that was the four. So K-A... Um... Is the five. So Kevin Anderson is the five. So now he's the first one that would be potentially horrifically affected. (laughs) I mean, horrifically. Well, we know he doesn't
1: play the top four because we already went through those.
0: Right. No, no, no. Yeah. But he could have. Right. Um, And on that rare occasion, you know. um,
1: And so here's what's funny. I'm looking at Anderson's draw. uh, In my draw, and in his section of eight,
0: well, he plays Manor in the in the Australian Open version. This the fraudulent version, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, He plays uh, Manorino first round, and then he plays the winner of TFO and a qualifier from India, and then his seed he would play would be Stevie Johnson in the third round, and he's a 31 seed, right?
1: And Uh, so, believe it or not, in mine he has an even easier draw. He has seven players in his section. None are seated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he has, you know, essentially a free pass. But again, he almost has that now. All that all that changed was instead of the thirty one in that section, it was somebody thirty three or lower. Yeah, so which is difference. only
0: one additional player in between right. Stevie Johnson and an unseated He's player. He's got
1: Songa, Kukushkin, Millman, you know, in my section. Right. So those aren't much different ranking wise. So Okay so he benefits from this system, actually, and again, that's the whole point. it's a randomness right that we
0: don't have now that's what it is right I like it I like it, and who's a six c team so Dominic team is uh oh well, he's out I mean he's playing Benoit pair in the first <laughs> round um who by the way <laughs> is just Benoit pair that's all I can't remember which I don't know if it was in Sydney, I don't know where he played, but he was just, he, oh my God. <laughs> Let me tell you what he did. So, don't he, turn on him. He was returning. No, no, no. I know who he is. He would play Schwartzman first round in my uh, draw by Team the Team Pear. Ooh. Oh, Pear would. <laughs> yeah. So, Dominic Team the 7C playing Benoit Pear. So, <laughs> in, in Sydney or wherever the hell he was playing, Brisbane, I don't know. Um, I can't remember who he was even playing, but uh, he was down, and, and uh, the guy was serving, and he'd hit an ace. And he'd give him the clap thing, but you knew it was you know it was, you knew it was sarcastic. Right. And Patrick, then he did it a little bit, and he did that literally four out of the six <laughs> point or whatever that I watched, and I was like, I can't watch this. This, <laughs> this guy's an idiot. So anyway, so so Benoit Pair, uh, no no, who cares who he plays? Um, so team plays Benoit Pair first round. No who, no, who? I was just saying Pair plays uh, Schwartzman.
1: Yeah. Oh team, I'm sorry. Oh in the real draw, he plays Pair.
0: Yeah, and the real oh, draw okay. team plays Pair. So who does he play? In,
1: so he plays Munar, which is essentially an unknown. An but at least anyway. he won't
0: quit. So that's
1: <laughs> And then he would play...
0: Hold on. So his third round potential would be Luca Puli, the 28, if the chalk holds. And if not, um, I mean, we've got Zverev, uh, Misha Zverev in his second round potentially. And then there's a qualifier, and then German Martyr, right, and then Kukushkin, who's not bad, um, but Luca Pui would be the, the the good matchup, right. So who, so in who, mine,
1: he's got Karina Busta round two, woo, and I don't know if he's seated. I don't think he's seated anymore, um, but he's also got then kind of a similar. Oh, Karina Busta, twenty three seed, yeah. So there, yeah. there we go, a seated opponent in the second round. Nice, which cannot happen in the current format, right. And then Simone in round three if the seeds hold. So again, not not much difference. Team would play like twenty nine seed in the third round. So again it would it would be a similar matchup to what we have now. Right,
0: twenty eight versus twenty nine. But he would have
1: to beat twenty three in the second round to get there. To get there, yeah.
0: So to me that's just it's just it's building a little bit earlier. Oh, that was a seven. I I don't know how to count. I skipped Chilich it's six. <laughs> so so Chilich is on line sixty five. Um, for the fraudulent Australian Open version of it. Uh, and he plays Bernie Tomet, um, Australian, former punk. We'll find out if he's still a punk. Um, that's his first round. So who does he have in your draw? He
1: has Leonardo Meyer, so unseated. Okay.
0: But I think probably a better better to push him right. than Tomic, But again, first round's random. He's unseated. So his second round potentially will be either Rublev or McDonald. Now, I think it'll be Rublev um oh really you're not giving credit to mckenzie Mm -mm. um (laughs) and then third round his seed would be 26 verdasco
1: although Rublev is pretty strong yeah uh on hardcore especially yeah so on mine he would play in second round match the 19 seed Vasilishvili, who's kind of an up-and-coming wow but so again he would have to be 19 seeded player in the second round to advance and then ironically the next section would be an unseeded because all four options are unseeded. Right. And that's going to be the criticism of this format, is well, what does an unseeded player deserve to get a third round and not play seed? Well, it's like, that's not much different than playing a 30th ranked why player. Why do two
0: qualifiers, why does a qualifier deserve to play a the second round right. if he plays a qualifier?
1: Yeah, it's just, that's just how it goes. Or why
0: should a qualifier have to play the one seed? Why are you punishing him? <laughs> right. No, there is no punishing.
1: And you get, the way tennis rankings are done is by how far you get. That's their... That's how they decided to do it. It's not based on who you play. One guy gets to the third round and beats, you know, Federer and team. One guy gets to the third round and beats two qualifiers. You still get the same amount of points. Right. That's so their that's, system, not mine. Yeah, that's
0: a little – right. All right, so uh, so that's the seven – the five uh, – yeah, the five, six, and seven, um, which I – don't care that you play the high the seeded player second and then an unseeded player third i think that adds another very interesting dynamic yeah to not looking ahead of that second round match because you got some scrub not scrub but you know what i mean right um so all right let's go take it out to the eighth seed which would be anisha Corey on the 32 line he's playing a qualifier his first round who does he have in your draw
1: in mine, he's got Feliciano Lopez, which is unseated again. That's a good matchup, but it's unseated, so that could have happened in any format.
0: Yep. And by his third round, he'll play Cole Schreiber, um, unseated in, for the second round, obviously.
1: Yeah. And in mine, the only seat—I don't know if Cuevas is seated, but I think he's got—he's another one of those sections where he's the only seated player in his section. No, Cuevas isn't seated, so again, he got, and he's got Monfi in his section in mine. But he's not. Oh, he's a thirty seed. So he's 30. a thirty. So he's got that would be the only seat he would play in his first three rounds, which is the same. Again, that's pretty comparable. Right. What I'm seeing is either comparable or better. Yeah. And so that that, that hasn't been a situation. Anderson's the only one out of eight where it, it got maybe worse.
0: Yeah. What What is um a li- and it only a little, right? Um, what's this cutoff on? Out of the top 32 seeds, what's a cutoff that doesn't matter? So let me read through the men's seeds. Novak, Rafa, Federer, one through three, obviously. Cutoff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Novak, cutoff. Um, four, five, and six uh, are Zverev, Anderson, Chilich. Oh, All of those legitimate players. Team Nishikori, number nine is Isner. <laughs> Ten, Hatchinoff, Eleven is Chorich. 12 is Fanini. Come on. Kyle Edmond, pass. Come on. Yeah, Medvedev. Come on. Raonic. Chichenato at 17. <laughs> Schwartzman at 18. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I will give it, I'll give it the old American try, uh, and I'll even cut off nine Eastern, stop it at eight. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Right. And I don't even know, you know, if Nishikori can last that long. Right. You know, he's always getting hurt. So let's read the top eight: Novak, Rafa, Roger, Zverev, Kevin Anderson, Chilich, Team Nishikori. Yeah, I don't see how you could. Say, Who are you missing? And that's what I was gonna say.
1: I don't see how you get to see anybody from that isn't there should be there, based on
0: especially if you base it just on Grand Slam results. Why does, uh, Dimitrov deserve an easier, you know, path to the right? quarters than some unranked guy who's than songa or warinka who's or, 33 in the world yeah shut up stupid well and so eight so you're four i like right. just fine even eight i would think yeah would still it would make that first round a little just a, right. a hair worse
1: One well, eight goes into their year in masters too so that eight eight would make sense also okay because top eight but yeah, then you could still get 8 versus 12 in the first round or second round.
0: 8 versus 9. Right. So your second round first round. Yeah, your first round could be um Nisha Corey Isner. Yeah. Which and actually, be? I think that's Oh no, that's Karlovic, same guy. <laughs> um <laughs> that's a second round. He he'll play uh, Evo if uh But if he so makes
1: it. Back to my question earlier. If you look at the entire first round, sixty-four possible matches. What is number one? What's the most interesting match to you? And number two, what do you think will be the night feature televised match?
0: Well, I think you're right. On the bottom half, it's Nadal
1: Duckworth, just because he's Australian.
0: Well, no, and it's Nadal. Well, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. you couldn't
1: have. But I mean that's not interesting to us, but it will be to them because he's Australian. Right,
0: Burditch is an interesting match because he's been injured, so he's a, he. That's a different deal just because he's been you know, out Bautista for, and Murray after all that. Yeah, and that's no not going to be interesting we'll once later. it's all said and done. Uh, how about this? How about um, roof must be open for this match. Isner Opelka. <laughs> I don't want anybody to hit their head. <laughs> Are they the, first round? Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Talk about a boring
0: match. Oh, yeah. my God. I'll throw my TV out the I window.
1: I is, Isner will lose... The, mark that down. Isner's losing that match. Ooh, um, wee! It's probably already played by the time this is broadcast. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know. It starts, um, I can't keep up with the time difference. But, um... He loses to those kind of play, big servers, because he's not going to break him ever. Obviously, right? So it's going to be a tie break every set, uh, and I can't keep track of the new tie break rules. That'll be it could be a fifth set. Oh my god, twelve, twelve, or not, whatever they're doing now. That's going to be the worst, by the way. <laughs> but so we just looked all that. There's nothing
0: that's super compelling in mine. Yeah. Well, I'm looking up in the first round, and the only really compelling matches have to do with weird situations like Murray being unseeded right. um against the twenty two seed. And not knowing um, how much Tennessee's gonna play again. And not yeah, and all that kind of stuff. You got um Benoit pair is always interesting. Um but not for George Rich
1: Kruger to us because he's local.
0: Yeah, so that's not a legit reason. Um you've got uh I mean Round is curios, but again Curios is ranking a slip, but he could certainly take out the sixteen seed. Yeah, to me, that um, should
1: be the feature match, and because he's Australian, it probably will be.
0: Here's a, a match with two guys who have been out of the rankings It shouldn't be. Wawrinka Golbis right. is kind of interesting. I mean, Golbis, what a weird deal that is. I He's just so in and out, it's weird. Um, I mean, obviously, I think our most compelling match is Americans is uh, Australian Bolt against Jack Sock. I'll be on the edge of my seat for that. <laughs> I hope he loses first round. I hate to say that, but... I don't
1: know what to hope for this year. Nothing. Him, I don't hope for anything. anything, really, to be honest with you. I just like watching
0: <laughs> it all happen. But, yeah, so, I mean, you're talking about first rounds that are not that compelling, and then you add into it the same kind of scenario for second round. So, Songa Djokovic is an interesting second round, but only because Songa's been out with injury. So, he's a wild card playing the one seed in the second round. If he makes it through Kleson, you don't know. You know. Right, because that could happen in any
1: any situation.
0: Now you got the twenty five, which is Shapovalov in the second round against Kokonakis if he makes it. That's an interesting matchup, I think, just because Kokonakis is, you know, a youngster who sort of trying to, you know, make his way into the upper echelon of the new guys. Um But the theme I'm noticing in all the matches you're
1: saying is there's always at least one unseated player. What well, meaning there has to be, but what I'm saying is no matter what f- draw format you do, that matchup can always happen. So there's nothing...
0: Nothing gained right uh, in terms format. of
1: matchups. For me, I've got... And again, the the, women, the men's worked out much less than the women's did. But the men's first round that I've got is Steve Johnson and Tsitsipas. Which two-seeded places so the only matchup, mathematically, it ended up with two-seeded players meeting first round. What is that now? Who? Johnson and Tsitsipas. Right. Which is not crazy... But second round, I've got Raunich Chung. I've got, we talked about Federer Fonini. I've got Chorich Isner. So to me, the second round is where you're really seeing a huge upswing in the tournament. And again, it's about ramping up. To me, in the second round of a slam right now, there is no ramp up.
0: So what we'll do is maybe track the first week. And none of the people you have are obviously playing each other because they didn't follow our draw. (laughs) But kind of like if Federer wins and, you know, some qualifier loses, you know, like just try to, as best you can, duplicate the results yeah. and then see what we end up right. for the second week to see if it's a just a disaster. If it's yeah. like Federer is the only seed left in the top <laughs> half right. and a bunch of qualifiers um, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because that'll be interesting. Because that's where... The downside about having so many good matchups early is you lose that potential later, right. and that's going to be the only thing I could
1: think of for a tournament not wanting to do this is that you know you lose those big players, but that happens already. Sure, I don't know that it's going to happen well, any more in this.
0: Well, that's why we need to look at and compare the two, right, um, side by side, based on the actual draw, and then see who won and lost, et cetera. Because I, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty interesting, man. You're. Um, I don't know what to call you. What you're <laughs> thinking. That's all I care about. He's called me much worse off air. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right. So be prepared to be wowed. Is that what you're telling
1: me? That's right. Oh yeah. You're gonna you're gonna if you're not on board already, you're gonna be full speed
0: ahead next when you hear the women's draw. All right, let me get to hang on. Let me get to come on, computer. All right. Women's singles. Come on. First four seated players. Number one in the world, but not in our hearts. Simona Halep. Angelique Kerber. I'm kidding about that. I don't care either way. I just, you know. Uh, Halep, Kerber, Wozniacki, and Osaka. So those are the top four. Right. And then five, six, seven, and eight... Stevens, you must be racist. You don't want her in the seating. <laughs> uh, Svitolina, Baula, Uh Pliskova, and Kavitova are five through eight. Yeah. So who gets hurt the most? So let's start. So here's Some what of we them have. Is definitely are getting hurt. Well, the number one seeds, she's already out. <laughs> she, uh, Simona Halep, at the top. One line is playing Kai Kanepi. The and- uh, The
1: mighty Estonian. And I think we did a stat that she, in a third of the grand slams she's played, she's lost first round. So you can't tell me this system is any worse for her. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it already is. Right.
0: Matter of fact, it'd probably be better. Right. If to she play played a better somebody person first. Right. So who does
1: she have in yours? So in mine, she has the secondary, not the main, Pliskova. So still an unseated player. Right. And,
0: and one that she doesn't have uh, issues with. Right. Like, I mean, Although, I don't know what their head-to-head record is. I think it's pretty close. They haven't played a lot, but <laughs> anyway, obviously, she can beat her in a first round of major because she just did. Right. Um, all right, so her third well, her second round opponent is either a qualifier or American Sophia Kennan or Sophie Kennan, whatever yeah. her name is. Um, Up-and-comer,
1: yep. supposedly. So who would her second round be? So in mind, she hasn't again two unseated Watson and Hahn. Okay. So it's nothing changed really. Right. It stayed the same.
0: So then she's got if the chalk holds, uh well, let me let me give a little credit where credit is due. Um her third round opponent, if chalk holds on paper, is uh Businescu or V Will, if because v, v Will Venus Williams plays Buzenescu, that twenty five right. seed in the first round. And if she can make it through her and then make it through uh elise Cornet, then she would then she she- i could easily see v will get into the third round, but let's just say chalk holds buzanescu wins uh elise Cornet wins and then buzanescu uh plays <laughs> kai canopppi in the third round uh <laughs> in the third round. what do you have uh
1: all unseated options. So, Kanta would be the best, but she again she's unseated somehow, so
0: Halep is losing all three in a row. How <laughs> is that possible
1: so yeah, her draw actually got eas- uh, got worse for her good right 'cause, cause she, had to she' play a seed, yeah, but yeah, so that was kind of like the Anderson draw in the men's. It didn't really it actually made it easier, right, but it kind of similar to the, this is the only one that I would say got easier sure,
0: all right, here we go, so we've got uh we've got Angelique Kerber, yep the two seed on line 128 yeah and her first round opponent obviously unseated playing her cog uh who, who does she have in yours bernarda para well so interesting unseated. that's who she could play in the second round potentially or qualifier um and here's where you're about to No, oh, who does she play in the
1: second round <laughs> the winner of two seated players yeah. Keys and Stevens. What? <laughs> Holy <laughs> hell. So. America, what are you doing that to That would be, so first round match, first of all, Keys and Stevens.
0: Good Lord, have mercy. Grand That's Slam a, final. Yes. A year and a half ago.
1: Yes. And then the winner plays Kerber. So that, but there you got two night matches right there already set.
0: Good Lord. So her, so she's got either um, Vekic or I mean I don't know why I'm even saying either. Uh, Kiki <laughs> Mladenovic is her other opponent. She's not going to win. She's the Jack Sock of women. Right. Uh. Well, without the you know being a jerk. Uh. I don't know if he's a jerk. I no. just hear things. Um. So yeah. So she played the 29 seed Vekic in the third round. Yes, yeah, so a slightly tougher draw. Who does she have in the third round? Um.
1: No seeds. So oh, that, wow. she would have a little break.
0: What a miracle!
1: <laughs> but but so that's. And again, I don't know that that we really want Keys and Stevens first round, but well, why that's because we're American. Well, yeah, but I mean, St- Keys has dropped out of the top sixteen. Yes. So yeah, that could have happened in the fourth round anyway. It's happening in the first round, but to me, that's you know, that's the beauty of this draw. Is that's Ooh. a match they could already be promoting that for the last two days, Keys versus Stevens, opening night of the Australia. That would have been
0: huge. Sellout. I mean, I would rather see that than the the than the seated match of right, the two Kerber seat. and Para. Yeah. Who's who wants to watch that? Yeah.
1: Or Kerber and whoever actually is. Oh,
0: well, Paris parents probably. <laughs> um, wow. Kerber and her
1: Cog. nobody is tuning in if that's the one you're promoting. Right, that too. Holy. Or Halep, moly. You know, So that's So that's what Woo. I'm talking about. That's what can happen in this format. And yeah, we lose two of those three players by third round, but that's probably going to happen anyway. I mean, yeah. mark that down. We'll lose two of those 3 you're going to lose before the third round. So, ends, probably.
0: Keys, we'll just skip ahead to the five seed, which is Steven, since you've already ruined her life by putting her against Keys <laughs> and then the two seed. Right. Uh, her first round is Taylor Townsend, unseeded. Oh, that'll be interesting. Her second round is against um, Tamea Babosh, probably, maybe. Uh, and then third round would be um, Mardich. Yeah, the 31 seed.
1: And so that's three uh, boop, boop, boop. uninteresting matches. I mean, Towns is interesting because she's American and kind of resurfaced lately. Damn. But I'm the not. The five
0: seed is gone. <laughs> gone. Holy hell. But I think hell.
1: the way you have to look at this from TV perspective, too, is you're only able to play a couple matches per round on TV. So you need to have two, three really good matches.
0: Yeah, I don't care about the TV part, though. I mean, because I think. Well, I mean, that's part of it. No, no, no! Not no. the whole thing. It is, but if you design things based around the health of the sport and the level of competition and keeping it fair, the TV will come, right? Because otherwise, you're just going to have an entire season of labor cups.
1: Well, what I, I mean, what I mean by TV is you can't watch 32 matches in a day, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. you've got to. So I would rather have three amazing matches and 29 mediocre than you know. 20 mediocre and 12 okay
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. and
1: maybe on luck of the draw one great one every once in a while sheriff
0: or something like that i'm with you because listen we decided hey let's do this and take what we get yeah but i mean knowing that that was a possibility sloan stevens a five seed potentially potentially in the first round just because those two knew each other and and hell keys won't have that you know freak out factor of the finals and then if not playing the two seed in the in the second <laughs> round I mean you're either saying you know to the two seed or the five seed I La Vista baby that's tough <laughs> right that, that's tough am I willing to do that to make it an awesome draw uh, well let's find out let's <laughs> let's keep going and let's find out so we've already lost Sloan Stevens <laughs> let's just assume chalk wins. so we've already lost Sloan Stevens right Um and Madison Keys which again I, she's unseated so to be fair. All right, so the 3 is a Wozniacki and she's got unseated and her second round is unseated. Um and so her third round is 30 Sharapova, which to me is only interesting because Sharapova. Right. Her personal her, her her percentage, not her ranking. Right. Um, her hotness, her <laughs> former ability, um, the hype that surrounds her, her stardom, all that. That's the only reason it matters to me. It doesn't matter to me because of the tennis. And,
1: uh, and sad part is that Sharapova probably won't make it to that round.
0: Well, yeah, because she's got Sostea probably. So um, who does Wozniak have in the first round? Babos, who you just mentioned. Ooh, so unseated. So unseated, but a tougher unseated, right. which
1: again, doesn't matter. And then Kanepi. Or Schmidlova, both unseated.
0: Wow, Kanepi. You know who'd be happy about that? <laughs> and um then,
1: And then four unseated. So she's in a section with seven unseated players. But again...
0: So she could get to the fourth round with an unseated
1: player. Right. But again, if you're playing someone in the third round, they've won two matches. So to me, they're as right. good as a 28 seed that she would play, or like a 30 seed. Like you said, she actually plays
0: and that's usually what happens anyway Yeah. how deep is the 32 getting so right. you end up right you end up with that yeah the comparison in midweek is next weekend is going to be pretty interesting yeah all right what do we got Osaka um, so oh yeah so we're done with that yeah because yeah she's got so she's basically is going to walk to the fourth round right well then again it's Wozniacki so
1: <laughs> well I was gonna say that's what happens now in with most of the top players in the men's, especially, they walk to the fourth round every time. So again, it to me, it just stayed the same. It didn't get any worse; it stayed the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I'm looking for the four seed Osaka. All right, so Naomi, if I may call her that. Oh, by the way, Keys first round since we talked about her already. Wild card second round, Parmentier. Uh, and then third round, Mertens. At least Mertens, 12. the 12. Yeah. So, and yeah. Again, none of those Keys are, is not making compelling. out of the first round. And she's potentially got a decent shot to get to the fourth round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm starting to get a doubt. No, I'm not kidding. Well, I've got
1: your night match.
0: All right, so Osaka right now, obviously playing an unseated player in the first round, Lynette. Right and uh well no not obvious well in this one yes unseated um and then her second round uh gavrilova unseated though and then uh it's an interesting match uh shing shui or whatever her name is 28 seed uh in the third round but again none of those are drawing big attention right although asia will probably be losing its mind for osaka well yeah shui shui he she whatever so, what do you got? Who's Osaka got in the first round?
1: So, night one, Keys versus Stevens. Night two, Osaka versus Barty. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Now, again, sucks for the loser. Now as Barty's the 15. But the whole country is watching that match. Well, she's coming up.
0: Oh, right. yeah. The whole the whole hemisphere. Yeah. Because you true. Good point. Because Australia is the Asian slam, right? Uh, the Australasia open or something is what it used to be called. So our close or, or uh, invitation. Something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making stuff up, but, uh, but yeah, all of Asia and obviously Australia, New Zealand, um, are going to be watching the, the hell out of that match. Wow. All right. Well, and the
1: thing is currently you're hoping for good matches with this, this format, you're getting some no matter what. So like you're hoping Osaka gets to play somebody great. That we care about later in the draw. Now it's happening right away. If you're the four seed,
0: prove it. Right. You should be able to beat everybody in this draw except for the one, two, three. But whoever you said Osaka's playing first, the whole
1: hemisphere and tuning in for that. I mean, they might. It's her, but because yeah. But this is getting them getting their attention right away. All right. They so might. They go out and do watch the first couple matches. What do we go got? Roll, what do we got in the second round? Stoser or Putin save another unseeded, unseeded so good anything, matches though. And okay. then the seed that she has in the next section is garcia who i think is the 19 seed which that so again that's similar to what it would be now and she's unseeded four but she's playing versus the 28 19. yep so that that's the seed that she would play in the third round so that's the interesting but again is about comparable to what the real the normal matchup would be 4 versus 19
0: mm. that's a good first round match and then uh all right so Let's get, how about, who uh, was a sixth seed in mine? I've got to find it for you.
1: I couldn't, yeah, I was about to say, I couldn't tell you. Serena, unse- Serena's seated. by the way. I've got her playing Zhang first round. She's not seeded in the top eight, so I figured I'd throw that in there. Yep. Still an unseeded player, so no change.
0: Yeah, she's playing an unseeded player because she's right. 12 or, what is she?
1: I think 16 or 16, somewhere around there. 16.
0: Yeah, so she's playing – well, she'll win her first match against uh, Maria – not Sharapova, last name Maria. And then she plays Bouchard in the second round. Oh, that'll be a feature match. But again, only because of name, not because of ranking. Right. Although Bouchard's coming back. Like I said, maybe she did deserve that payout (laughs) from the USTA. Maybe it was their fault. She sucked for the last year and a half, two years. Uh, And then uh, her – so Williams in the third round will play uh, Suarez Navarro in the third round. So who does she have? In, who does Serena have in the third round against? Well, uh, what are her three matches?
1: Well, she's got what did I say Zhang first. Yeah, uh, I've got to find it now. I just was onto something else. I apologize terribly. Uh, Lynette and Dart, who are unseeded. Okay, and then she would have uh, Hiseo, I think, is a twenty-eight, twenty-something seed, or Azarenka,
0: who's unseeded. So her draw didn't change much in terms of quality. Right. All right, so Elena Svitolina is on the 64-4 line as the sixth seed. She plays a qualifier and then unseeded in the second round, and her third round would be Sibikova, the 26. Which is somewhat
1: interesting. So yeah. in mind, she's got Alexandrova, who's unseeded, okay. and then Kvitova, second round. So again, that's a big-time second-round match Wow, that uh, is going to draw a lot of attention.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the eight seed. Good right. lord! So that's six versus eight. What's her third round?
1: Uh, Contivate, who I think is seated, but I don't know what.
0: Uh, I think she is. So that's the only twenty. Yeah. So still, I mean,
1: so that's a normal match wow. six versus twenty. Yep. So I mean, there is conceivably it could happen where somebody could have to play seven seeds to win the tournament.
0: All right, we got. How about Petra Kvitová is the eight right now? She's obviously unseeded first round, unseeded second round, but she could play Petkovic. Or Begu, and then her third round the seed would be uh, Barbara Strikova. Strikova. Yeah. So what
1: is? Yeah. So in mind, she's got Kennan first, and then like Barker. I said, Svitolina, and then she's in that same section with Contivate. Wow. Um. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's again, that's probably a feature match for your day three or day four is Kvitova and Svitolina.
0: Maybe we ought to do this. Just make chalk hold for both tournaments. Yeah. So, or, or you know what? Make chalk hold for yours, and what I mean by chalk is rankings too. Right. So just go through, all, or you if you want to send me the bottom half of both, or whatever, just send me the men or the women, and we'll just move everybody forward. Yeah, that's the higher ranked. So that's right. the sort of default. Yeah, and then if there's kind of weird upsets, we'll just like, oh okay, well then, you know, and we'll just take kind of take a look because right. uh, if somebody
1: retires or something.
0: Because clearly, the first three rounds so far. And we basically only went through the one through eight on both. Right. Uh, but the first, into the fourth round, so the first three rounds are by far uh, more interesting, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, just some other ones that I have here that I didn't mention. Savalenka, Kazakina would be first round. Oof. Two seeded
0: players. Well, let's, let's, so who's the, so when you, the first round for the women, um, uh, I mean what
1: the best matchup
0: is yeah I don't uh the most interesting match
1: I mean Halep and Canepi just because of the history
0: right but not where Canepi is um
1: yeah like you mentioned Ces- Venus and Buzonescu
0: yeah um Stevens and Townsend only because we're Americans I right. think that'll be an interesting matchup But
1: that's what I mean. It's just hard now. We end up, we're going to get amazing matches. We know that just because of, you know, new
0: drama and close score and all that. But We just need to make sure we have them in the second week too. Right. Because you don't want a hole in the draw somewhere. Yeah. Because mathematically you could end up with a hole. I mean, you've got one section that there's one seated player and seven unseated. But I was going to say we get that
1: now. We get unseated players in the quarters.
0: that's true. In the
1: women's more so than the men's, yeah. But yeah, I, and this is not to be negative to Topmo and draw, but I'm looking at the draw and I'm, there's not a match. I'm just man, I need to find out when this is on so I can watch this. Oh, and the in regular the regular first round, yeah. Right. not, not uh, I'm not seeing it.
0: And that's what's frustrating is you get. Who to, does um, Camilla Georgie play in your first round? Let's see, oh, like, what's her first three matches? Yeah,
1: is she seated?
0: Uh, Twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, so she's so she would play Tom Janovich first. Okay. And then Suarez Navarro second, who's Ooh, a seed. That's tough. Yeah, and then she would play Mertens, Ooh. who's the 12 seed. Right. In the third round. Oh, yeah, so the matches I was mentioning in mine, first round, you would have, we obviously know we'd have Key Stevens, Osaka Barty, but you also got Sabalenka, Kazakina. Right. And then Savas- Sevastovan-Bertens. Burton's. <laughs> So that it just randomly worked out where there was a few seeds, but then second round we talked about Muguruza Ostapenko second round. Wow, nice! And so it translates again. It's just about evenly dispersing, but there is, like you said, there's one section of the draw where it's a little bit weaker, and there's no, there's not a huge number of seeds. But that I look at that as opportunity for someone. I mean,
0: well, to me, here's what it boils down to. Nobody deserves an easier match to the finals. Not even the because one and the two. they're already the best, supposedly. They're already the one and the two. So you're giving them an extra benefit unrelated to the tournament they're in. Right. They didn't do anything yet in the Australian Open 2019. Yeah. So you're just handing them because of past experience. Here, let's make it a little bit easier on you.
1: Yeah, and the only sport you can compare it to where they do that would probably, I guess, be the NFL when you get those buys for being the best. Right. But, you know, in the game
0: itself, you're still not getting an edge. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. So the Cowboys, as great as they are this year, <laughs> I mean, but honestly, they they won their division, even right. though they suck. <laughs> They're going to have a, a, a first-place schedule next year. Right. So that'd be like if Federer played. True, good point. If Federer finished the season at one, then he would come back this season and have to play the toughest draws every week. Unseeded. Unseeded or whatever. I mean, that would be the equivalent. You're
1: right. They, they, compared to tennis, they kind of let the unseeded play the unseeded the next year and make the seeds play the seeds. Kind of what you were talking about.
0: So, there is, here's the thing. Every team, now that's, every team in the NFL, there's only 32, Whereas there are now 750, <laughs> not 1,500, but a whole other issue, um, professional tennis players. And, the, you know, there's 128 that are getting into this draw. So it's a little bit trickier because, you know, some, quote unquote, don't deserve to be there. You right. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I, I mean that I don't want to sound like a jerk,
1: but... But to me, the only way to get around that is to make it a 64 draw. If right. you think they don't deserve to be there, then it shouldn't be as big as it is. That's a good point. Which they're not going to do. That's a good point. Or you make play-in games like they do in NCAA and you have 96 players and we play for the other, you know, 24, 20, 32 spots.
0: Yeah. Hm. Interesting, yeah, but uh, it is an odd system that we just take absolutely for granted. Mm-hmm. That oh yeah, of course, Federer is going to be the one seed, right. and play a qualifier and then a qualifier and then a wild card, <laughs> you know, or then the right. you know, the thirty-second seed who might as well be a wild card uh, or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Um,
1: and again, if Federer and Djokovic are the two best players, I want them to play in the final. I'm not disputing that. Just in terms of for competitive balance. I don't want them to play first round obviously.
0: But well, all right, well, let's talk about that. If your you know, um desire is to go down to four seeds, then why not two? Right.
1: I know, that's the that's the cuz if you're saying that the two best players are going to win regardless, then why wouldn't you just have two? Cuz
0: in the women, you could say, man, we need eight and not four, right? or we need 12 yeah. and not four. Because there's more, more yeah. depth. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think that's, I think it's like you said, it's at some point they're sacrificing the beginning of the tournament for the end of the tournament. Right. Um, And and the ironic part about that is it doesn't shake out. Like, when's the last time, and maybe has never happened, where the top eight seeds made the quarterfinals of a slam?
0: Right. I bet never. Yeah, sure, especially on the
1: women. So. So, so for that reason, I would say it's not working. That part of it's not working. Top four has happened many times. Yeah,
0: you're just protecting your star players. And is it at the expense of the quality of the actual matches throughout? Well, to me, it's, you know, oh, you, know, you want to make sure everybody has a chance to
1: see them. So if you make, if you know, let's say you're a big-time Stevens fan, or Keys, either one, under my system, you're going to buy tickets for the first day. Because right. that's the only way you know you're going to see them right now. You're going, right. oh, let me buy tickets for next week. They're going to be that for three rounds. And then they get knocked out and you don't get your tickets. So you lost money from those fans because right now you've got to go to that first round. You've got to tune in that first round or you're not going to see right. the people you There's want to see.
0: There's a lot more unpredictability to me, which matters. Yeah. Now, not not with the two people. I don't want unpredictability on court. So if, if right. Madison, I called her Madison like I know her. So <laughs> if uh, Stevens and Keys are playing each other in the first round, you want you know the best player to the system would be set up so the best player wins. But in terms of the draw and who plays who, I, I don't mind unpredictability for sure. Right. All right. We are very long. So <laughs> do you want to go ahead and uh, take a break real quick and then yes. get to your corner? Perfect. All right, we'll do that when we come back. <laughs> Time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com. To get the latest
1: episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas.
0: This better be a quick corner. (laughs) Good
1: Lord, this is a long one. Well, it is, but I want to talk about the big news that came out this week. And you're going to dispute what I say already, probably, but it was Andy Murray retiring. that's what I heard. I got texts from a dozen people. Everybody was, you know, I looked it up online, but then he didn't retire. And I have a real problem. This is becoming a trend in sports now, more so in tennis of these people retiring, but not retiring. It drives me crazy. Right. And I don't care about the Favre, Brett Favre retiring, unretired. To me, that's different. But to retire, like for me, the headline of that story to be Andy Murray retiring. No, it wasn't. He didn't retire. Right. It should have been Andy Murray is thinking of retiring. Yeah. But everybody texted me saying he was retiring. All the headlines said he retired. He didn't retire. If he comes out and feels great in this tournament, he could play for five more years. He literally said, I'm going to retire if I don't get any better. Well that's what every player thinks in the world. Like what do we need a story for that? I was just, I just thought it was ridiculous.
0: Now, I'm not going to disagree with you at all, and here's why. Because everything that comes out on social media ever is lies. It's all lies and garbage and right. and it get in 1 inch gets taken a mile and you know, I don't know that the player themselves necessarily can control that and I don't even know if they try anymore and I don't even know if Murray you know because he was in a press conference and was asked questions Somebody asked him how he felt right and he started sobbing so I had to leave and then he came back and I don't think he intended to know that that's what I'm getting right. at is that you're just a jerk and you don't like Murray but you know so he just he just shares a tidbit and now you know it's going you know wildfire right. spreading um, well, I just think it's. I think it's also bad for. I think it's bad for him, and I think it's bad for the
1: sport to have somebody out there. Number one, I don't know why you want your, would want your opponents to know that. First off,
0: well, I thought Ferrer was retiring. He's well, still. <laughs> that's what I was. Gonna, I was going to bring him
1: up because I saw him on court, and I was like, "Oh, this must be from last year." And it was live. They yeah. were interviewing him. He goes, "Yeah, I might play the French. I might play. You know, it's like. Well, then you didn't retire then, right? Which is fine. But why did you say you're retiring, right? Uh, and Roddick, you know, Roddick did the whole. Or I think it was Roddick that did the whole, this is my last year on tour. Why do we need to know that? Like, I don't get that. Farewell nonsense. Yeah, I don't Because
0: they want to be doted over for a year by every tournament.
1: But to me, I don't... I don't know. I just don't under, I don't understand. I've yet to see a player that's ever benefited. I'll put it that way.
0: Well, here's the thing. Here's why it. I don't need to hear that crap. Because, not from you, but from players. Because I don't even <laughs> care about players individually anyway. Right. I'm a tennis fan. Now... Do I want to see players play at a high level at the same time against each other? Yes. And the more top-tier players that leave the game, is that less likely to happen? Yeah. So what I want the most is lessened if Murray-type players retire? Yeah. Right. So that's one reason, you know, I mean... will, Will he still interject and say well terita williams might have something to say about that well yes of course he will oh
1: i also of course i also hated having to read how he was a champion for equality reading all his you know his tennis obituary already when he's right playing for six more months right but it's just a farce because if he finishes and he makes the quarters of the australian and w- makes the finals of England, well he's not retiring right that's why it wasn't a story it would literally was not a story because i told my wife he's retiring and then i had to tell her later that, oh, he didn't retire, by the way. He's playing for six more months. <laughs> like, he's retiring, but he's still playing. It doesn't make so it's just doesn't make any sense. The fact that that was dominating tennis headlines irritated me because he you can't retire and keep playing. That's not retiring by right. definition. Right. Um, <laughs> it's the opposite. If you retire and come back, that's different. That I don't have a problem with because then you retire and you decided to keep playing, which I guess is what Ferrer did. I don't know. But, yeah, like that I didn't understand – why that became a story. It was like, oh, we need something to talk about before the Australians. So well, let's talk about that. let
0: me just say that I was probably the first one to send you a text to say Andy Murray's retiring. So <laughs> yeah. let me just say...
1: Missed it by that much.
0: There we go. <laughs> Can you name...
1: It by do you know what that's that from? I, I don't. I, well, first of all, tell me whose voice it is. Well, maybe I'll give it away, but... Or maybe you don't know. Missed it by that much. That sounds old. You
0: might... Be able to get it if I give you another hint. No, you won't, because
1: Caddyshack. It doesn't. It's not Caddyshack. Oh, for though.
0: Pete's sake!s That's the worst thing I've ever <laughs> heard. No, what I was going to say is there was a cartoon in the eighties that sort of Go 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 Gadget.
1: That's Inspector Gadget's voice. No. Oh, it sounds like him.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Or it sounds like the right somebody from that show. Yeah. There you go
0: so it's not somebody from that show Hmm. but actually you know what it is there you go see he he does that voice so don adams okay does the inspector gadget voice which essentially was a cartoon version of that uh show oh get smart there it Ah, is did you look it up on your phone what do you got in your pocket over there i did not so yeah so um yeah get smart that's the voice
1: yeah that was my, I, I wouldn't have gotten the show but I didn't 1965 the to <laughs> 1970 appealing to our younger audience
0: yeah and then um inspector gadget was 83 to 86 so i got the 80s right
1: on that gosh it was that old so i must have been re- running that to like the mid to late oh, 90s because i watched yeah. that as a kid yeah thinking it was new well
0: yeah
1: but so kids don't know anything so but that. your text was right you just meant like next year uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah, I sent you that all the players are retiring right. at some point, all, ever. That's what the headline should have said: Murray is retiring. Dot, dot, dot. Eventually. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it just, if
0: if he can't play anymore, he yeah. will not play anymore. I think yeah, such which a is effect. funny.
1: I think that's every player in sports right now. Like, oh, if I am not able to play, I am gonna retire. Like, oh, thank you for that illumination. I didn't know that that was the possibility that you couldn't play, so you are not gonna play.
0: Well, uh, here is the thing. I think somebody like Andy probably w- has a mentality. Hello, you play to win the game. And if he can't, he can't. Right. So now he's going to play an entire series of tournaments to find out if he can play to win the game. <laughs> but that, I mean, and
1: we know that is the most, there's nothing more frustrating in sports than not being able to play to your capability. As a player, because of a, physical limitations. For a
0: fan, the most infuriating thing is pulling a Brett Favre, <laughs> where you retire seventeen times. See, in that a row. doesn't
1: bother me. I don't know why. Something for some reason that doesn't bother me. But but saying you're retiring and then still playing, or saying you're going to retire to me is worse.
0: But isn't that what he did? So he did that at Green Bay for a while, then didn't, and came back, and then said it again, you, came back. No, then well, he, did it, retired, then came back to Minnesota. What he did that
1: was annoying was. I need to think about it for three months, and then I'll decide. And then Aiki didn't retire, and then he didn't retire, and then, yeah, he did retire and came back twice. But I just hate the whole farewell tour, like, this is going to be my last season. No, it's not. Like, Dirk, this is going to be his last season. Not if he turns it on at the end of the season and starts scoring 25 a game. Right. You know, it's it's your last because it's not going how you want it to go.
0: So, Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. If any of them retired right now, devastating blow. So ten out of ten.
1: <laughs> I know where you're going with
0: this. Jack Sock retires. <laughs> one out of ten. Rejoice. Where is where is Andrew Murray in that scenario? Ten being the top three. One being Jack Sock. Andy Murray. Where I will put him at? And I will put him at an eight.
1: Well, are we talking about just
0: the fact that he's retiring or how his career is ending? No, no, no. I don't care about his personal life. No, no. I mean, mean, like... For us as a fan, goodbye, and he's gone, you know, where...
1: How badly does it affect the game?
0: Or, yeah, your fandom, et cetera. Because, I mean, it's not like you're, you know... Right. I mean,
1: I would agree. I was going to say seven, but seven to eight. But I think I have no problem with players retiring. I hate... For someone to retire that way, meaning where they just literally fade away and can't compete. Like, obviously, winning a slam and retiring is the best, like Sampras. But I mean, how often can that happen? Well, if um, Agassi retiring was great.
0: Well, Nadal and Federer and Djokovic are all going to retire after winning slams because at some point they just have to stop winning slams. (laughs) And the only way anybody's going to stop them is if they quit.
1: Little known rule when you win 25, you're not allowed to play anymore. So.
0: did
1: did connor's retire after his uh 91 I run
0: think, i think so yeah
1: so that that's in terms of how to retire on a high that's that would be saying. the ideal to return to retire on a high and i think that's why it depresses me with the murray thing it's like
0: the lowest of right world. he's well within the age range to keep on and the ability to be at the top not the top top but almost the top of the game yeah, my other
1: part of that would be, why are you waiting? Like, why not just be done now? Like, what's the point of waiting? Right. Unless you think there's a chance you're going to keep playing. And one of the why I say it, right. if you think
0: there's a chance. Yeah.
1: yeah, oh, yeah who knows?
0: could have been a bad day. You're going to catch some flack for this. <laughs> anti, what are you, anti-England? Are you anti-Scotland?
1: <laughs> I, I don't want him to retire. I, in fact, I want him to keep playing for years, but I want him to retire and not play anymore when he retires. Right,
0: right. <laughs> Oh, there's some other things to talk about with the uh, potential uh, political strife going on in the men's side, uh, but we'll save that for when we have nothing to talk about because all the best matches are over <laughs> in the first week with your little four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, It's going to be uh, disaster. Djokovic and seven unseated players in the quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Which again, it's not, it's, if the outcome's the same, what does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't make for good term. We'll see. It'll be interesting. But you did agree week 1 is tremendously better.
0: The first 3 rounds seem to be markedly better on the men's side and phenomenally better on the se- on the women's side. Right. I mean, and don't don't say better or worse based on what's going to happen at the end of the tournament. Right. No. The quality of matches in the first three rounds. Just focus on that, right? And it is tremendously better on the women's side than the the quote unquote Australian Open draw. In <laughs> the men's side, it's markedly better.
1: So, well, and here's my what my challenge is: of the eight quarterfinals, which is about the time we'll be recording, maybe a little before that, but of the eight quarterfinal matches, men's and women's, how many of those eight will have a top eight player versus each other? My guess is one or zero, mm. and in mine, you've already got, you've already had one, right? So that would, to me, that yeah. would be, that's going to be the marker of, yeah. I mean, just and again, it's one tournament. So listen,
0: it's, Nadal rolled through a French, not dropping a set, <laughs> not even dropping enough games to drop a set within a match, except maybe one match. So clearly, clearly, a horrific tournament happened in that regard. Yeah, that and was a
1: horrible tournament. And at the same time, there's maybe no draw that would have made that better maybe for hit from his side from his perspective, maybe he would have won his seven matches that way no matter what, but we could have made the other hundred and twenty seven players more have a more interesting path
0: yeah, so or yeah. maybe
1: he has tougher matches in the beginning, and it makes the end of the tournament different
0: right yeah 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 because if you're cruising you're it's easy peasy right uh, you're not you got plenty of rest time and you're fresh for every match, and other people aren't. So Anyway, I think they need to start playing the Australian Open overnight <laughs> for two reasons. One, so I can watch it at a normal hour, but thought, then also everybody's got an equal <laughs> footing on that heat issue.
1: I thought you meant the whole tournament over in one night. Yeah, well That's not? what they're going to. Fast forward, just one set. They could play the whole thing in a day.
0: It's, coming. it's Perfect. I'm telling you, all this, no ad. it's all, they're ruining the game from the inside <laughs> out. It's disgusting. But anyway, that's for when we don't have anything to talk about right. next winter. We
1: have real tennis to talk about now.
0: Finally. Whew, what an episode. That might be the longest episode ever. (laughs) We keep getting longer. Ridiculous.
1: Not sure what's going on with that.
0: I mean, it is the Australian Open starting the beginning of the season, so it's worth it. As a matter of fact, it's so much worth it that you're going to tell all your friends out there, and you're going to share it and help them understand how to operate podcasts. (laughs) Honestly, I think that's the biggest kind of gap. You know, in tennis, when you're teaching tennis... The, the sort of one of the big lines between uh, you know different levels is the very beginning, not rallying to being able to rally. That's a huge hurdle and it's a hurdle that once it's overcome, now you've got a tennis player, somebody that gets hooked. right. And so I think knowing what podcasts are and where to find them versus not, that's the equivalent. So people that listen to podcasts, you can rally. If you don't listen to podcasts, you suck. You don't even really have <laughs> to keep score. And that's the big deal. Once you once you tell somebody, hey, there's a podcast. So either if you have an iPhone, you go to your little icon for Apple, uh I the i uh it's not iTunes, whatever you call it, the podcast app. You Uh, either you either have never opened that app before (laughs) which I hadn't
1: until we started doing
0: this. Or you have seventy five different podcasts you follow because you're a maniac now because it's such a convenient, great thing. Right. So come on out there be a good friend share it with people you know because if they don't know or follow podcasts you can change their lives and the the biggest effect on their lives you could have of course would be this podcast here (laughs) especially if they're a tennis player so all right twitter obviously you know how to do twitter and if you don't you better learn because guess what i'm tweeting out this week Uh uh-oh i'm tweeting out the picture of the bag and when you see the picture of the drawstring bag and you retweet it, your retweet will enter you into the drawing I don't really draw anything I guess I'll just randomly pick somebody and uh, and I will somehow send you a bag something like that, I don't know how (laughs) courier, maybe I'll make Corey drop it off so I hope you live far away (laughs) (laughs) far away where he can't make it back
1: Send me to a different country where I can try out for Davis Cup.
0: There we go. So I'm going uh, to send out a to the past. If it costs more to ship it to you than it did to print it, I don't know if I can do That's it. That's almost guaranteed. <laughs> Godly. What if it's an international person? Ugh, I gotta send it. I gotta send it in meters. I don't know.
1: It's gonna be some angry uh, Scottish person after this episode. How dare you?
0: Yeah. So anywho. um, so, yeah, so I'll be tweeting out a picture of the bag, retweet that, and uh, and then you will be in a drawing to win that. I'll pick somebody randomly who did retweet that tweet. Now, you can retweet other tweets, so I don't care. Retweet the picture of the bag, little drawstring you know backpack thing, and uh, that's the one that'll get you entered, and I'll pick randomly, and then I'll just uh, contact you somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> I really don't know how to do these things. I'll tweet who the winner is, and then right. you can whatever, and... I guess maybe I can follow them, or they can email. That's what they do. They'll email the the address to me, all these things. Um, So yes, So if you haven't done it already, first of all, you're a maniac, um, and you're a failure. But uh, now you've got a real good reason, and that is to follow us at TennisRevPod on Twitter. Now, if you're not into these silly games, into this nonsense, I understand. You can just follow us on Instagram and it's the opposite. You will get no nonsense from us whatsoever. So follow us at tennis revolution pod at uh on Instagram and you will get nothing from us. <laughs> nothing. Uh and that's how we like it.
1: So we give you an option zero content or minimal content.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much it. I'm not gonna rash you. Unless you're on the Facebook fan page, I send out the link to our <laughs> to each episode like 57 times a week cuz I don't know how it all works, right. man. Um so anyway, so those those are that's what's going on. You I mean, you go to our website if you want, but who cares? Um you can find ap- episodes, you know, old episodes, whatever else, I don't know. But just really just your whatever you use for um your iTunes app. By the way, guess what we're on now? Did I tell you what we're on now? I don't think so. It's big. It's big. I don't know how big because I don't want any of it means, but we're on Spotify.
1: Oh, you may have told me that you've heard of that thing though. I have. See, I'm see, not I hip too. enough to use it. But I don't I, even know what it is. <laughs> uh, it's thought... how most people listen to music nowadays, apparently. Really, the term nowadays is such an old guy's thing to say, too.
0: Yeah, but nowadays also means a week ago is not right. nowadays in this. Yeah, day I think and it's age. I
1: think it's Pandora and Spotify are like the two that people okay because I listen to, to Pan- Pandora. Okay, I don't know which is more popular or newer but
0: well once people find out i listen to pandora (laughs) obviously pandora will jump right all right Uh, clearly i've had enough of you
1: that's it i'm ready to go home and watch tennis
0: you got anything else nope thank goodness all right so do all the things i told you to do. enter the contest get ready this tennis season is finally here and i didn't even mention eugenie bouchard (laughs) i can't wait to watch her she's back So, um, yeah, so uh, if you've got nothing else, until next time, thanks for listening to The Revolution. Bye, guys. Good luck, Maria.